This is episode 237. What's on your not to-do list for 2022? Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast, to episode number 237, to the first episode of the new year, 2022. Uh, it's been a really good break for me. I haven't produced any content, I haven't really done much of anything since, uh, gosh, kind of the 20th of December, really. It's the 10th of January today, so I've had a good sort of two to three weeks off. Really, this year, have appreciated taking that time off to rest, relax. I just maintained a little bit of work while uh, I was off just checking email every couple of days, but really, um, really appreciated that time off with the family, made good use of our holidays in New Zealand uh, over Christmas. People tend to take a good break because it's summer here. And so most people break from about, you know, 20th or, you know, that lead up to Christmas over Christmas, New Year, and usually the first week or two of January as well. And so, yeah, we had some nice time off camping over New Year, spent some time with friends, got some stuff done around the house. So, yeah, really just to value value that time. And I'm ready to go for another year, 2022. Here we go. Oh, man, how do you how do you plan? How do you uh Get ready for a new year with uh, all the uncertainty in the world right now. It is a bit of a challenge. And uh, that's kind of one of the things I'm talking about today because it is that time of year where most people are setting goals and resolutions for the next 12 months. And yeah, I think having a plan, if you can make one, <laughs> is is great. You know, a list of things you want to achieve, uh, a list of how you want to spend your time, what is going to make this year great. I think those are great things to be thinking about. But I think equally important is deciding what not to do this year. So that's what I'm talking about today. If you want to get access to the show notes, you can find that at paulminers.com slash 237. You can find the written show notes and uh, links to things that I've mentioned here today. So yeah, in the past, and actually straight away, I'm going to link to uh, an article that I wrote about uh, how to get better at saying no. You know, I've talked about this a lot in the past, how to say no, how to get better at saying no, the importance of saying no. You've heard this before, I'm sure. Well, creating a not-to-do list is a great way of making sure you don't take on too many commitments or you don't spend time on the wrong things. And having a not-to-do list is something I first came across, I believe, via Tim Ferriss. And I can't remember if it was one of his books or maybe a podcast of his that I listened to. But as someone that's interested in optimizing their time, this idea of creating a list of things you're not going to do really resonates with me. And it's it's an idea... Of, you can apply to any aspect of your life, whether it's work, home, health, fitness, hobbies, travel, habits. And so to get you thinking about how you could create your own not-to-do list, here are some questions to get you started. So firstly, what do you want to do less of at work? Are there any aspects of your job that you wish you could stop doing? Um, What should you stop eating or drinking? What is the number one household chore you hate to do. Could be mowing the grass, laundry, cleaning the car, whatever it is that you don't like doing. Uh, What habits are hurting you? Could be screen time on your phone, could be drinking, smoking, 
sitting while you work. That was one for me. I got the standing desk end of last year. It's really helped me, actually. Uh, do you have any personal commitments that you think are unhealthy or that you'd like to end? What was the... Here's a good one. What was the unhappiest moment in your that you experienced last year that was within your control? Obviously, you know, barring something terrible, like a friend or, a friend or family member dying, obviously that's outside of your control. That would be... Uh, something you can't really change, but what was something within your control that made you unhappy that maybe you can change going forward? And one final question, what are you spending too much money on that you know that you shouldn't? And to help you create your not-to-do list, you can look back at things like your calendar. That's something that I do. Actually, when I first did this exercise many, many years ago, uh, again, I think it was after listening to a podcast of Tim Ferriss's, I wrote down I just got a notebook and uh, and I wrote down, I looked back at my diary and my calendar for the year and I wrote down things that I saw on my calendar that made me happy and things I saw on my calendar that made me unhappy or that I didn't want to do going forwards. Uh, but you could also look at maybe if you have a project management tool, you know, what were the projects or tasks that you did last year that you'd like to do less of? If you write a journal, maybe go back, back through some of those journal entries. You know, is there, a, can you see any patterns? Even photos, you know, things on your, photos on your phone. Can you look back at any memories and is there anything, does that spark any ideas for things you'd like to do less of in 2022? So for example, one of the things that I'd like to stop doing this year is one-on-one -on -one consulting calls. And it actually feels kind of scary to say this out loud on the podcast because now in, in many ways I'm kind of drawing a line in the sand and making a bit of a, a commitment here, but hey, let's go with it. Uh, and this, this is not gonna be easy for me because my business is very dependent on my personal brand. But towards the end of the last year, I got a few contractors in place that have really helped me to free up some time and offer more availability to clients, which is great. So now it's really on me to enforce this new role, this rule and book clients with the team rather than me. And then I can focus my time on selling and project management on the, the different parts of the business. We also, here's another example, uh, we being uh, Warwick, my contractor and I, we, we decided last year that we're not gonna take on any project that we don't believe in. Um, so last year we were approached by you know, just one or two clients who asked us to build integrations with Zapier. And normally, you know, when people approach us, we suggest how to make things better and we should use these tools and so on. But in some cases, a couple of times last year, we had clients who were quite firm and said, you know, this is what we want. This is exactly what we want you to go and build. And so we took, we took on the project anyway, because, you know, we can build it. So, and let's just build exactly what, they're asking for, you know, what's the harm in that? But what we learned is that projects like this can lead to issues down the road if the solution itself isn't very good. So if we don't believe in the solution, it would be better for us to refer the client elsewhere. Even if we can do the work, doesn't mean we should. So that's something we learned last year. And all of this is to say, you know, obviously you want to come up with a list of things that you should stop doing. It may not be possible to completely stop doing everything on your list, but it's an interest, interesting thought exercise that may help you to come up with, at the very least, some, some alternative solutions. So for example, I hate mowing the grass. Going back to that question about chores around the house, I just don't like mowing the grass. It just feels like time I could have used to relax or to do other things. But it has to be done. So about six years ago or so, I decided I'm just gonna outsource this chore and I'm happy to 
pay uh, 35, 40 bucks, I think it is, 40 bucks, um, and pay somebody else to cut the grass every two weeks rather than me having to do it and feeling annoyed and frustrated every time. Maybe, for example, you hate being pulled into meetings at work, or maybe there's some part of your job that you simply don't enjoy. While it might not be possible to stop those things entirely, maybe you can start a conversation with your boss about how to, at the very least, reduce the hours you spend on these things. I mean, I think they, they can't complain about that. You know, if you say, look, these are some things that of my job that I don't enjoy or that I, I'd like to spend less time doing, that, to me, is a constructive, a constructive discussion that should be had. So whatever you identify, uh, whatever you add to your not to-do list for this year, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to the show notes, paulminers.com slash 237. Leave me a comment there and uh, let me know what you do not want to do or what you do want to do. What are your goals for 2022? Either way, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'll just end by saying I wish you a productive, happy and healthy 2022. Thank you one more time very much for listening to this episode today. I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Paul Miners Podcast. Two quick things before I sign off. Firstly, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any feedback for me, I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps me to improve the show and it helps the show to get discovered by more people so I can help more people out there. The second thing is if you want to connect with me in person, you, beca- you can become a VIP member of my website. Head to paulminers.com VIP where you will be able to join my private Slack community and attend bi-weekly group mastermind calls. This has to be one of my favorite times of the week when it comes up is attending these group calls. The community is full of like-minded, productive, self-employed people, full-time workers. We have a real good mix of people in there. And I have to say, I have made fantastic friends with the people in this group. So if you want to join the community and connect with me and the other awesome members, sign up at paulminers.com slash VIP. One more time, thank you very much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.